Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 16 of the Upopolis podcast. I'm Kristen Ogler, child life specialist, host of the podcast, and Upopolis's national program manager. As you know, or hopefully know, Upopolis is an online patient community for youth navigating medical diagnosis or other stressful life events. And we invite you to refer a youth or if you are a youth to reach out to us so we can help you get connected in this private, safe, monitored community where you can connect with other peers who get it, as well as resources that are meant for you, the youth. So today on the episode, I'm talking about something that's really kind of personal to me. And it's personal because I'm the mom of teenage daughters. One of them happens to have an anaphylaxis reaction to um, several food items. And I'm also a child life specialist who works in a pediatric emergency room department. So I see this there as well. So when it comes to anaphylaxis, life can be extremely scary. 4% of Canadians have food allergies and there's not just food allergies. Maybe it's someone who's allergic to like latex or a sting or a bug bite of some kind or exercise or even, you know, a different medication, or maybe it's an unknown allergy that you have. So an anaphylaxis is a severe reaction where your body mistakenly treats something in something like food to be dangerous. And usually it's like the protein that's in the food and then your body reacts and it often reacts with like a multi-system reaction. Now, the reason I'm really passionate about this and wanting to talk about it is I see all the time people are super scared or for some reason they don't give the injections. So what you need when you're having an anaphylaxis is an epinephrine because epinephrine reverses the reaction and it does things that I think people aren't aware about. And I think that one, maybe people are nervous and I know myself and my daughter, you know, we're nervous to do that epi injection for the first time on our own without supervision. But also we truly maybe don't realize when we get epi, or when we're given that device with the epinephrine in it, whether it be an EpiPen or Allerject or whatever brand, we're not necessarily taught what it does. So I know when she was diagnosed at a very young age, we were told about the types of reactions we might see, the things that we might look for, and we were told how to use the EpiPen or the Allerject or whatever device we were given at the time. We were taught how to give it. We had to demonstrate we got a tool um, or a fake one or a trainer, I guess you call it, so that we could practice and we knew what part of the thigh it needed to be given in and we knew that it could be given through clothing and all those things. And we have gotten really comfortable with demonstrating that we were able to use it. But I think when I'm seeing people come into the ED and they haven't given it, or when I haven't given it to her, she hasn't given on her own, I really think that that stems from one, lack of education around what epinephrine does. And also two, just that fear of giving an injection. So I'm excited that as a U project, which means a project that the youth on Upopolis are working on, one of the things this month that they've been submitting is ways they have overcome or found success in giving themselves their own injections, if that's something they need to do. Whether or not it's for arthritis or allergy or whatever that is, the youth are sharing their tips. I'm excited when that video comes out and when it does come out, um, it's just at the graphic designers right now. We'll link it to the show notes. But in the meantime, let's just talk about ways we can help educate and support you, the listeners, if you are someone that needs to give an injection. So first off, what are we looking for? Let's get educated because we always tell children as child life specialists, we always tell children and youth and families, you need to know the why, you need to know the steps. So often when you're given that EpiPen, you're given the steps, but what's the why? 
So what does epinephrine actually do? I love this. It's called Think Fast. So it's a poster that's created, and I'll share a link in the show notes, but it's a poster that's created to tell you what to look for in terms of like an allergy. So this is good for everybody to know. Think fast. So the acronym is F-A-S-T. So first off, scan. What's happening on the person's face? Are they having hives? Are they having redness? Is there swelling in their lips and their tongue? Is there um, itchiness? Then you move down to the airway. And this poster came out um, from allergyaware.ca. Are they having trouble breathing or swallowing? Are they saying their throat's closing off? Do they have sneezing or nasal congestion? What about their stomach? Are they having diarrhea? vomiting, pains in their stomach. And then there you have your total body reaction, which are things like hives, weakness, dizziness, um, loss of consciousness, swelling. So you're going to scan that F-A-C, F-A-S-T, face, airway, stomach, total body. And if they're having any of those things, you're going to give them that epinephrine and you're going to call 911. You're going to get them to a hospital. That poster is really helpful. I'm going to share that in the show notes. So those are the things you're looking for. But then what is that epinephrine going to do? It's going to reverse those reactions. So it's going to stop that itching. It's going to stop that um, trouble breathing. It's going to stop that sneezing. It's going to start to reverse those things. Now, you never want to give it and not go to the hospital. I'm not giving you medical advice on here, but the purpose of it is to stop those things. But the one thing as a parent that I didn't realize it did, and I didn't realize was happening when my daughter was having allergic reactions, is that her blood pressure can bottom out. It plummets because the blood vessels, they, they relax and they dilate. And I wasn't realizing, and you can't see that happening. So that is like one super serious thing that happens that people might not be seeing. So when they think, okay, well, they're having this itchiness or whatever, and it's okay, it's manageable. I can give them some over-the-counter medication and stop those reactions. But those medications aren't going to stop the blood vessel from dilating. So the epinephrine does do that. And so it constricts those blood vessels and it raises that blood pressure again. And that's something as parents or as children and youth, we don't necessarily see that thing happening. And that's one of the key reasons. I mean, also when someone's throat's closing over and all that stuff, you definitely want to get them to hospital. But that's something that I didn't know about the epinephrine. It wasn't something that I was taught. And now that I know that, I'm super alert and aware that we need to get her, not just the -the over-the-counter medications, but we need to get her that epinephrine because if that's happening, that is something that is very... um, life-threatening. What are things you can do now that you, you know, you know the symptoms to look for, you know when you need to give the epinephrine, you know what the epinephrine does. I think that's super helpful and will encourage people to make sure that they give it. Um, But then what can you do to get comfortable with actually giving it? And I think that, you know, knowing the steps, knowing that, you know, you don't waste a lot of time. You don't need to take the pants down. You don't need to clean the area. You just need to do the injection and hold it for the amount of time you've been trained to do and call 911 and get them to hospital. But also, like, what can we do to help our children feel confident about it? Or what can you do as a youth? They think mindset, we talk about this all the time, it's huge. We need to make sure that we don't let it build up in our head that we're super scared to do this. This is a safe thing to do. It's a quick thing to do. It's something that you need to not do gentle, but you actually need to have, you know, some drive with your hand. They say, like, swing your hand when you inject. You just need to 
really build yourself up to believe. So if you're a parent, the last thing you want to be doing is talking about how nervous you are to be doing it or how scared you are to be doing it. You want to be like, we need to do this. This is super important. And this is going to stop your reaction. Um, and this is going to give us the time we need to get you extra medical care. So you need to really make sure that you're passing on to your child the vibe that is needed to make them feel that this is a good thing and that they can be successful and you can be successful. And I think you need to have a plan with your child or your youth of who is going to do the injection. And definitely if they're home by themselves, you want them to be confident and willing to do it. And maybe, you know, they have you on speakerphone and you're walking through it, um, depending on how much time they have to be able to do that. Um, but you definitely want them to know that if they're home alone, you believe in them, you know that they can do this and that they need to do this and then call 911. You need to make sure they know the sequence of events. So you have to have an agreement on if they have a reaction and someone's around, who are they going to tell? Who's going to administer it, whether it's at school or at home? which leg they prefer. If that's something like you just want to be able to give them some control, right? You can say, do you want to give it or do you want me to? Which leg do you want me to give it in? If we ever get in that situation, do you want me to count down one, two, three, or you just want me to do it without you knowing? Think about all the ways you can give them back control and all the ways you can plan. Do you want me to ask people who are there to like turn and look away? What do you need me to do to make you feel successful? Is there a song we can sing? Just thinking about all those things. I know people who have planned injections and aren't as need to be administered as quickly as one for an anaphylaxis because you really don't have time to like scroll through your playlist to find the song that pumps you up to gives you that gives you the willingness to want to do it. But people who have to do other types of injections, you know, need to use all these same steps. They need to know sequence of events, especially because they will need to clean the area. They need to know what they need to have available so that they don't have to stop and pause and go get things. They need to make a plan of who's going to do it, them or their parent. They need to also, will help them cope. So in situations like that, where it's not such an emergency, you can default for things like, I want to have this upbeat song really revving me up, giving me that vibe, building up my confidence to make me feel like I'm capable of doing it. Those are just some tips to help you and a little bit of background on epinephrine because Like I said, I'm a mom. I'm super nervous to have to do it for the first time. And there's many times I probably should have done it already. I know I should have done it already. And we haven't because we have an advantage that we live just a few doors down from the hospital. But we had an experience the other day where the hospital emergency was closed and the nurses had to tell her, unfortunately, that they couldn't treat her. And she was home alone. And I was leaving the hospital that I worked at, which was over an hour away. And all I could do was talk to her on the phone while she told me her throat was closing over. So that's when I really realized... We need to do some more education on this. We need to really encourage people to ask their doctors about what epinephrine does and make sure that they know, their child knows, make sure that you're really super comfortable and that you have a plan in place to do it. And just when you have that opportunity, when it needs to be done, do it so you can get that first time out of the way. I do hope that this podcast today gave you um, or got your wheels turning and thinking about what you need to do to get your child and you prepared should you ever have to do injections. And thank you for tuning in and listening to another episode of the Apopolis podcast. This was episode 17. And we invite you to go back and look through all the episodes to see if there's any topics that interest you. Please share with your friend. And if you know youth that could benefit from being on Upopolis, please ensure that they get referred by a healthcare professional or reach out to our team so we can help them to get connected. Thank you again and have a great day.